we have some explaining to do. A lot was covered in season one of this podcast, but there was one thing that we kept coming back to. One thing we've promised over and over again will make all the difference in whatever situation you're facing. It's the one thing that Candace and I have seen make the most impact in our own lives. But I think we never expressly spelled out how to do it or what that looks like in everyday life. That one thing is taking everything back to scripture. That's cool and all, but how exactly do you do that? How exactly do you get into the word or hear God's voice? In this episode, Rebe and I are going to get super practical and tell you exactly how we do this in our everyday lives. This is the Non-Exclusive Podcast. Stories that remind you you're not the only one. Hosted by Rebe and Candice. It wasn't until my cousin actually was listening to season one of this podcast and she texted me and mentioned, you know, how do you actually get into the word? Or I talked about journaling a lot and she said, like, is this for everyone? How do you do it? How does it help? And it dawned on me that this is a really fantastic question because these are things that I didn't even always know how to do. And since it's so foundational to what we talk about on this podcast and we always go back to it. We want to put some actual tools in your hand and kind of get your brain going about what might work for you when you need some encouragement and when you want to grow your relationship with God, which is all the time for me. So the first thing that I really like to do is journal. This is partially my personality and the way my brain works, but it really has been a great tool. And the first rule you need to know if you would like to try journaling is there are no rules. As soon as I adopted that in high school, it changed everything. Like I don't have to write every day. I don't have to document everything. I don't have to have it in a certain format or formula. It's for me and my thoughts. It's for me to process things. It's for me to document things that I'm learning or that are important to me or that stood out to me. And that's it. It's just a free space for you to grow. A few practical ways that I journal, like what do I write? I'm going to tell you. Um, First of all, if you're reading a chapter in the Bible or even a few verses, sometimes I just copy down my favorite parts. There's something about just writing it for me that helps me just meditate on it and helps me remember it and kind of get it into my brain. And again, then it's always in your journal. And so if you're kind of flipping back through it, you get to be reminded of that verse. But then I just kind of start writing my thoughts about that, like what stood out to me, what questions I have about it, how this might apply to my life. Really, again, just whatever your thoughts are, that's a perfect place to start. I'm also a huge note taker when I'm listening to a sermon or when I'm reading a book. Sometimes those are just things that prompt me. And again, for me, it's like the actual writing it down really helps get my brain going and helps me process it and helps me learn. There are three other things that I do um, to help my relationship with God, and a lot of them kind of come back to this and kind of help you know what to write and where to start. So my second thing is focus time and prayer. And I'll be honest, I'm really bad at this one these days. I tend to do more quick prayers or I'll be praying, but then I'll kind of get distracted and then I'll come back to it. And I mean, obviously, I'm still talking to God. It's still a good thing. But I've found that recently and throughout my life at different phases in time, writing out my prayers is a lifesaver because it makes me focus on what I'm 
praying about. It makes me focus on what I'm talking to God about. And it forces me to set aside even 10 minutes, but 10 full minutes of writing or jotting things down. I also just like being able to go back and look at prayers that I was praying and maybe see how God has answered them or maybe even just be reminded of, oh, I wanted to pray for that person again. Or I've talked about in episode two of season one how I prayed a lot for wisdom when I was going through this relationship thing and just going back and seeing some of the scriptures I was writing down and some of the prayers that I was praying. It reminds me how vital that still is to my life. Writing down my prayers not only keeps me focused, but hey, it's really great documentation to have just of where God has brought me. My third thing is in-depth Bible study classes or curriculums. This sounds really intense and some of them are, but Really, all it is, is a guide. It's something structured. It's something that's going to keep you accountable. It's something that's going to guide you. And it's going to help you answer those questions. I mentioned that sometimes when I journal, I write down questions that I have when I'm reading the Bible because we all have them. There's things that are, you know, interesting or hard to explain or there's more to it and you need someone to help explain it. Um, My church has some really great in-depth Bible studies that have been incredible for me, but also recently I've signed up for um, some different online ones. I'm doing Bible study boot camp right now with Jordan Lee Dooley and Soul Scripts, um, and I'll link that in the show notes, and I'm sure I'll be tagging them on social media. Um, Jordan's doing some really cool things. It's all online. It's 12 weeks, but you get a community of women on Facebook that are doing it along with you. And so you can ask questions. And again, it's just keeping you accountable. At least for me, it's giving me a goal and it's giving me some structure that forces me to remember to take time. Like, oh, I have to do my Bible study boot camp lesson today. And really all it is, is she shows you how to read the word and she uses highlighters and she teaches you how to look things up. And it's all stuff you can do on your own, but she's walking you through it. And it's really helpful. So things like that are great. Another resource that I'm excited to try is She Reads Truth. I'll also link them in the show notes. But again, they choose a book of the Bible or a topic and you can buy a physical book and go through it. And they're going to walk you through the scriptures. They're going to guide you with questions. They're going to provide you with resources to find answers. And again, they have that online community Um, of people who are going through it with you and can help you. So even if you don't have something in person right now, no sweat. There's so many amazing resources out there for you. Some are free. Some you pay a little bit to get an actual book. But having something that helps me really go in depth and helps me grow in understanding and helps keep me on track has been life changing. And I've noticed that in my life when I'm doing one of these studies, my perspective is just overall a little healthier Um, And then when I'm kind of not really doing something consistent or not doing something as in depth, it's usually when I tend to get more anxious or confused and I start realizing, oh, I need some peace. I need some answers and I need to be getting into that word. And so that's one of the ways I do it. And then fourth, it kind of goes along with the last one, but finding a community of women who also want to grow is huge. I walk away from conversations with some of my close girlfriends just feeling refreshed. First of all, there's something about articulating what you're going through or articulating what you're learning, what God is doing in your life, questions you have, and just forcing yourself to explain that. 
that's really healthy and really good just for your own processing. And then not only are you just articulating it, you're getting somebody else to enter that with you and to be a sounding board to help you process it and probably end up encouraging you or pointing out a new perspective on whatever you're working through. And then as if that's not already extremely helpful, you're going to hear from somebody else and what God is doing in their life and how they're growing. And you're going to be able to encourage them and speak into their life. If you have friends like this, you know what I'm talking about. So don't take those friendships for granted because you also might be listening and you might not have a really strong girlfriend group right now. And I want to tell you to hang in there, first of all. Don't be afraid to seek that out and to make that a priority. It might take some time, but go for it because it's worth it, even if it's just one or two friends. And then also, I'm really glad that you're listening because that's part of the reason we started this podcast in the first place. We wanted to encourage each other. We wanted to help you start to process some of these concepts. We wanted to share what's going on in our life because not only is it amazing for us and a good reminder of what God's doing, but also we've gotten some feedback from you and hearing how it's resonating with you as well and just kind of starting to encourage that conversation and that community. And we really hope it continues. I'm recording this on my phone because I got home after we recorded and I thought of something really important to say about journaling. But I mentioned writing down the verses you're reading and then journaling thoughts about those. But what if you don't know where to start reading? I usually just start with the topic I'm thinking the most about. If I'm feeling anxious or worrying about something too much, I'm going to get on the YouVersion Bible app or sometimes even just Google and I'm going to Google worry or anxiety versus about worrying too much, something like that. If you have the app or the internet, you have access to lists of verses about whatever you're dealing with. And then often I'll just start copying all of those verses or the ones that stand out to me into my journal. And that's what kind of prompts my journaling. Also, I really love this app called Blue Letter Bible. It lets you use this thing called an interlinear concordance where it lets you look up specific words in the Hebrew and Greek because that's the language that the Bible was originally written in. And it just kind of gives you a deeper understanding and lets you kind of dig into that word more and know what it's really saying. And then, ta-da, you now have done your own little makeshift Bible study about worry and anxiety. And I know that this has been a huge help for me. And then this is the kind of stuff that I go back to and look at later when, lo and behold, I'm worrying again. And it always speaks to my heart. So... I'll stop talking now so you can hear from Candace. For me, I do different things in different seasons, and it also really, really depends on how much time I have in my day. Let's be realistic. Sometimes you just don't have a lot of time. So there's definitely things I do when I have a big chunk of time and I can do like a deep dive. And there's things I do when I have 10 minutes and I'm drinking my coffee. Here's how I start. Always, 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 I start with worship. That is like my go-to. You will probably hear it in my car, in my house, in my ears when I'm sitting at work. I just really, really like worship. If I'm feeling stressed, if I'm feeling like I just need an instant connection with God, I turn on some worship. That's just like my baseline thing that I always do. From there, um, if I have a good bunch of time, especially if I am 
battling something or I am really trying to hear God's voice on something or seek his wisdom, I go to my two favorite Bibles, which are this parallel Bible that I have, which gives me two different versions of scripture to look at at the same time. And it's amazing. From there, I use a lot of apps because I really do like to see what all the different versions say. Turns out I really like to know stuff. And I like to see how other people view it. So if I'm looking at a scripture, then I look at a scripture in the Amplified, in the New King James, in the New Living, and try and see how everyone kind of sees it and how everyone's translated it. From there, I jump to my handy dandy Strong's Concordance. I have this in an app form. So it's really great because then if I want to know more about even just a specific word and why it was there, what else they do with it, I just click on this little button on my phone and it expands into a whole new world of information. And that for me is really helpful. I can literally spend like an hour on a sentence. I know that seems extreme and I generally don't, but that sentence can just really give me some really good understanding of what God's saying. I also really love the chronological Bible because for me, reading something as it happened is really helpful because sometimes I forget that so-and-so was so-and-so's dad and that this promise that God gave the Israelites came pre this thing over here. I'm not going to give examples because it's early in the morning, but <laughs> but those kind of things are really helpful for me because sometimes when you're actually reading like, you know, the Bible as it originally was, you don't realize how things build and how they connect. And for me, that is really cool. And it gives me like a different insight into scripture. So if I'm trying to look for something, maybe not like a specific study, but just I just want to read the word and get some different views. That's kind of where I go. Okay, so I mentioned apps. So I use a lot of apps on my phone, and we will put them in the notes. But I use something called Bible study tools, and that's where my concordance is. That's where I can look at all the different versions, and there's a lot of study tools on there. There's also a bunch of devotionals, um, and devotionals to me are the best for when you only have 10 minutes. When you're trying to drink your coffee, and get some truth at the same time. I have a few of them that I really love. Um, I've literally had the same one since I was 18. Bought it in Ireland just at a random little bookstore, and it's been my best friend for a long time. It's called My Utmost for His Highest, and it's been around forever, like forever, and it's just really good. Um, Another one that I use, and you're going to laugh, but something you have to know about me is I'm kind of a Jane... Austin, aholic. Like, I just love everything Jane Austen. And I don't, I know you're probably wondering what does that have to do with devotionals, but I have a Jane Austen devotional and it's really fun. So sometimes if you are stuck and you're like, all of these devotionals are just too ultra spiritual for me, find one that's fun and that's going to get your attention and keep your interest. And for me, I had a season where I wanted to read the Jane Austen. D- devotional and it was awesome. I also have like a few devotionals that are talking about like healthy eating and um, healthy choices for your life. And those are really great for the season that I'm in because I need to be reminded of who I am and what goes into me is important because as you all heard in the last episode of season one, that's something I'm walking through right now. So I kind of choose things based off of what I'm going through. And that's been really helpful for me. Another way I do that is I read books. 
Most of the time, I read novels, but sometimes I challenge myself and I read things that are actually going to be helpful to my mind. And there are a lot of people out there who write great books that are really, truly inspired by the words of God. And so oftentimes I'm sitting there reading a book and get some really cool information about God. And I can take that to scripture, whatever verse they're talking about, and dive deeper in, like I said that I do before. So books are really helpful, whether it's I'm I'm studying identity, so I'm going to find a book on identity. If I'm um, dealing with my singleness, I'm going to find a book about singleness. And all of those things help me um, go a little bit deeper because others have already walked out some of the journeys that I am currently walking through. And if I can gain some wisdom from them without them being right next to me, that's just really helpful. Rebe touched on this a little bit, but notes from church, I love to take those and kind of dive back into them. If you have been in a really good um, service lately and gotten like some really good knowledge, take what you heard and dive deeper into that. That's like a really easy place to start. You've already been given like a bunch of scripture. So if you go there and ask all the questions, it's going to be really helpful. Along with going and looking at church notes and things like that, I go back and look at different journals because I journal as well, not the same way as Rebe, but most likely I journal like, you know, once every year. So even though I don't journal very often, I still have a lot of notes, a lot of things that I've written down, whether it be um, notes from church, whether it be encouraging things that people have told me, because I really do try and write down the things that people tell me. Um, whether it is some people give you um, words of encouragement, some people are just telling you a nice thing. And I would encourage you to write some of those things down because sometimes when you're not feeling very confident or you're feeling like you don't know who you are, going to the truths that people have told you about yourself are a good place to start and like building that up as well as going to scripture and knowing the truth of who God tells you. On that note, I use some scripture cards that I got from um, Scarlet and Gold. Um, it's a website online, and they have a few different like bundles of scripture packs. Sometimes it's like who God is. Sometimes it's characteristics of who you are. And they say a truth, and they say the scripture verse that goes along with it. And when I'm feeling like I just need like a quick like download of a bunch of information, that's kind of where I go to. Also, those are really handy because if I know I need to hear that I am fearfully and wonderfully made like every morning, I can just take that, tape it to my mirror in my bathroom, and it's right there. It's this cute little card that tells me exactly what I need to hear. To top it all off, if you haven't noticed, I'm a verbal processor. So where Rebe has to write it all down to process a lot of things and then go and like talk to her friends and talk to her community... Most of the time, I have to talk it out. And that to me is so, so, so vital because if I don't talk it out, my brain explodes. In my notes, I literally use that brain exploding emoji to say this. Even if I've gotten through all the studies, if I've listened to worship or if I've done devotional or whatever, if I don't talk it out, I feel a little bit confused. I know for myself that it just takes a conversation with Rebe or one of my friends to be like, hey, this is what's going on. Does that make sense? Um, can you give me some wisdom? And or sometimes I talk it all out and I'm good and I don't need anyone to tell me anything. I just needed to process it and process it aloud. Thank you, Mother, for always doing that with me. I 
realize that's a lot of information. We're going to put all the applicable links in the show notes so you can go check those out on your own time. Take as much time as you need. Um, and if you have any questions, of course, you can always jump on Instagram at non-exclusive podcast or on Facebook at the same name and ask us questions there. We're happy to clarify or point you in the right direction always. And part of the reason we love to do that is because did you notice that both of us talked about how we need people? We need girlfriends, community, other people who are going to let us process, who are going to speak into our lives. We have realized that that's so, so important, even just in our own friendship. That's been a huge part of why we started this podcast and why we get along in the first place. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, Rebe's done a study and she is telling me like something she learned and that spurs us into a probably very long conversation um, into something completely different. And I end up leaving encouraged by the fact that Rebe's learned something. And sometimes the other way happens as well. You know, like I've had an experience with God and I'm telling it to Rebe and she learns from it. And yeah. And we're sometimes built up. you've said something about your relationship with God or something that you feel he's teaching you that week or whatever. And it makes me go home and keep thinking about it. Or it makes me go home and even like look up some scripture about it. Cause I'm thinking about it and I want to grow in that way too. And that's really the beauty of it. That's why it's so important to find that community. And you'd be amazed at how many times you just look up a scripture to encourage your friend and somehow you're encouraged. Like you go in with like, Oh, I just want to, I just want to help them with what they're going through. And God talks to you at the same time and teaches you things about yourself in that process. That's something I just really love about God that he's like, Oh, nice of you to share, but I'm going to tell you some things too. (laughs) And don't shy away from the trickier conversations sometimes. um, Because remember that that's where growth comes. And even when there's something that's hard for you to talk about, you do need to find So even one or two trusted people who are going to help you through that and who are going to point you in the right direction. And then even before and after that conversation, that's vital. But that's when we say, oh, and then get into the word, because that's going to only spur on your conversation. That's only going to continue your conversation and continue your learning even after you're done talking to your friend. And that is honestly, truly where we came up with this podcast. That is what started mine and Reby's friendship was our times with God leading to really cool discussions leading to we don't have these discussions with all of our friends why is that let's start that yes and that's really what we want to encourage you in so if you don't have that community or you do have that community first off you have it here because we want to start those conversations we want to be a place where you can um talk about things that are tough so whether it be in our dms or (laughs) In person, if you know us in real life, like we want to encourage you and we want to have those conversations. Please don't hesitate. We would love to be that community for you. If you don't have it, if you do, oh my gosh, use it because your friends are a valuable weapon when you're battling something. It might seem like we have it all together and that we always know where to go when we're in a bind and we're trying to either hear God's voice. Yes, all of these tools are really great, but sometimes in the midst of it all, I still feel a little lost and I don't know where to go. Be encouraged by that. I don't want it to seem like we have it all together and we uh, we just have these things and we do them and it's never hard because it, it is. There's a lot of times where I feel overwhelmed. Honestly, that is where I talk to a friend about it and generally that's what leads me back to the word. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, part of what's so cool about doing this podcast is that we get to speak these truths that we've learned and we know are true, but they're so easy to forget. And just speaking them out and talking to you about it is so good for our hearts because when we need to get back into the swing of things, when we're in a different season where we're kind of forgetting where to go and what to do and feeling confused, just talking about these things and naming them. Oh, yeah. Go back and do one of those studies. Oh, go have coffee with your good Christian girlfriend. Put on some worship music. Put those scripture cards around your house. Rebe, you need to go journal. You know, that's so huge. Just speaking them out and being reminded because we all need that reminder. Yeah. So next time you feel like you're the only one or you feel alone in what you're working through or what you're trying to learn and find out or grow in your relationship with God, you're not the only one. Um, there are many women out there who are walking through very similar or maybe even the same things as you, or even if it's not the exact same story, they're just trying to find that community and that answer and grow their relationship with God too. So talk about it. I hope this is helpful and just foundational as we continue the conversation. It's Tuesday night before we release this podcast episode, and I'm just sitting at home putting the finishing touches on editing. Thanks so much for listening. We're so pumped for season two. And on that note, this is the inaugural kickoff to season two. We're going to be releasing every other Wednesday, so be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that in two weeks, when the new episode releases, you will be the first to know. Just to give you a little sneak peek, Candace and I are currently working on a three-part series about sex. I know, right? Also some kind of hard but really incredible topics about loss, grief, and miscarriage. Plus, we're going to be telling just some really good love stories where Jesus shows up. Very excited about all of those things. So, stick around and just personal thank you. I'm just sitting here reflecting on my life and I'm really grateful to be starting this up again and grateful you're here.